I want to read to you the letter that the Archbishop, Archbishop Aquila sent to all the dioceses in occasion of the overturning of the sentence Roe versus Wade. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, praise be to Jesus Christ for the U.S. Supreme Court overturning of Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planet Parenthood. This is a moment that we have prayed for since 1973, and it is significant that it occurred on the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, which reveals the love and mercy of Christ in answering our decades of prayers. It is also noteworthy that June 24th is normally the solemnity of the birth of John the Baptist, who left for joy in his mother's womb when he encountered Christ. With the return of abortion oversight to the state level, we can be sure that many more children will be leaping in the womb for joy who might not have had the chance otherwise. With this letter, I want to personally thank the millions of Catholics who have prayed unceasingly and worked tirelessly to promote the culture of life and for an end to the evil that is abortion. God only knows the number of rosaries and other prayers that have been offered up that the dignify of life might be recognized for every child, every mother, and every family. This is a remarkable moment. With that said, we need to acknowledge that the work continues, especially here in Colorado. While precious lives will no doubt be saved because of this decision, in states like ours, the abortion industry and many lawmakers are increasing their efforts to promote Colorado as an abortion destination. Therefore, we must continue to lovingly speak the truth about the God-given dignity of every unique human life from conception until natural death. And we must increase our support for our archdiocesan and parish ministries that offer authentically compassionate care for women, their babies, and their families. We must ensure that our Catholic parishes are places of welcome for women facing challenging pregnancies or who find it difficult to care for their children after birth, so that any mother needing assistance will receive life-affirming support and be connected to appropriate programs, resources, and communities where she can get help. We must always show Christ's mercy to anyone who has received or participated in an abortion. And we must continue to pray that those who support and promote abortion have a profound encounter with Christ's love and a total conversion, so that abortion is truly unthinkable. There may be attempts to intimidate us into not proclaiming the gospel of life. We must respond to these threats by asking God for the strength not to respond to evil with evil, but to instead love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. The work ahead of us here in Colorado will continue to be challenging, but we are reminded today that nothing will be impossible for God. Sincerely yours in Christ, Most Reverend Samuel J. Aquila, Archbishop of Denver. And, uh, I read this letter at the very beginning of our celebration because I want, first of all, you to be aware of what had happened and of the judgment that our bishop expressed in his statement and that we, of 
course, agree with. And I just want to add a very brief commentary about the readings of today in my homily, because I simply think that this, the overturning of Roe versus Wade is not the end of a problem. It's a beautiful sign that we, really God wants us to promote life, but is most of all the beginning of a greater responsibility for each one of us who care for the education of children and for life in general. And I want to quote just a passage of a beautiful homily that yesterday Pope Francis gave to the families. Maybe you know that in Rome, in these days, there is the world meeting of families. So two days where all the families of the world are invited to reflect and rejoice with Pope Francis. And today he delivered this powerful homily about the meaning of a family. And he said this word, just quoting Elijah and Elisha. He said, Elijah, in a moment of crisis and fear about the future, receives from God the command to anoint Elisha as his successor. God is telling Elijah that the world doesn't end with him and asks him to hand over his mission to another. This is the meaning of the throwing of a mantle. The disciple takes the place of the master. In this way, God shows his trust towards the young Elisha. The old Elijah hands over the prophetic task to Elisha. He trusts a young man. He trusts the future. In that gesture, there is hope. So one thing that Pope Francis stressed continuously in these days is that the young generations, young people, they need to feel that they are trusted, that adults trust them and are able to hand over them responsibilities and hope for the future. Because one simple point, it is not enough to save a life in the womb if after we are not able to support that young life with hope and with the promise of a meaningful life. I talk to a lot of young adults, of teenagers. What they struggle most with is that for many of them, life is meaningless. Life is not worthy to be lived. So it's not just about a moment. There is a huge, huge work to do to reaffirm that life is beautiful. But when life is beautiful, when someone entrusts to you a mission, when someone makes you feel unique, when someone tells you, and especially when you are a teenager, when you're young, that you are important because you have a task that no one else can fulfill. And Pope Francis goes on and says, dear parents, the word of God today shows us the way. You don't have to shield your children from every minimal suffering or difficulty, but you want to teach them the passion for life. You want to light in them the desire to find their vocation and to embrace the great mission that God has prepared for them. This is the discovery that makes Elisha courageous, determined, and that makes of him an adult. The separation from his parents and the sacrifice of the oxen are signs that Elisha got the message. Now it's up to him 
Now he is responsible to continue what he has learned from his master. Dear parents, if you help your children to understand and welcome their vocation, you will see that they will be completely taken by it and they will have the strength to face and overcome all the difficulties of their life. Those are beautiful words and a strong encouragement to every parent not to fear this life, but to show to their kids that you trust them and there is something great for them out there. They want to make that step and sometimes to make that step, to, to make that decision means that they need to leave behind, to cut for a moment the bridges because future is ahead of them. You want to encourage them to do that step. And just as a conclusion of personal memory, today is my 17th anniversary of ordination. And the only reason why I accepted this task to become a priest is because someone at a certain point of my life told me that my hands were important. I could have transformed the bread and wine and the body and blood of Christ. But my ears were important because I could have listened to the cry of the people of God and offer it to God. But my time was important. But my person, my health was, were important. Because through me as an instrument, Jesus would have done something good for his people. And I didn't know anything about being, being a priest and what would have happened in the following years. If I had known, probably I would have been too scared. But at that time, that was enough. Someone trusted me and told me, you are important, you are necessary. The people of God are in need of you. And I said, yes. And the Lord took care of everything else. He taught me, he forgave me, he gave me the strength and a lot of people that loved me as you have shown in these days and I'm so grateful for this community and for each one of you. So what we need most is to affirm life in every moment. And of course, in the very beginning, because everything starts in the womb of the mother, but it never ends because, again, our, especially our teenager, but also the little one, needs to be reaffirmed that they are special, they have a task, each one has a unique life. And of course, till the end, because there is a beautiful mystery also in the last days of an old man, of an old woman, who are still offering themselves to the Lord and that can testify to us that life is worth to be lived till the end. So today we pray in thanksgiving to the Lord for what had happened and we pray to be confirmed in the task, beautiful task that he has bestowed upon each one of us.